We're glad you're listening to Rama for Today. I had, in fact, it worked just as fast as you snapped your fingers. The minute I said it, he opened his eyes and looked at me and said, Kenneth? I said, yes, sir, Mr. Rooker. He said, uh, I'm dying. I said, I know it. He said, the sooner the better. I said, I know it. He said, I know what I'm doing now. I, I'm at myself. I said, I know it. I remember one of the doctors said after, he said, I'd never believe that. Actually, he said, uh, I believe he said, if another doctor told me, I still wouldn't have believed him. If I hadn't seen him own eyes, I'd never believe it. The man came out of it. He, he, began, he gave me some medical term. He said he wasn't exactly dead and he wasn't exactly alive, but he sort of about halfway in between the two of them. And he said, I've never seen anybody come back when he's out that far. And he said, I wouldn't believe it. I hadn't seen it myself. Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching, Praying with All Kinds of Prayer, Volume 6. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. Now, you see, uh, that's exactly the way I did. Just, I, I, I stood before the throne, pled my case like a lawyer. Praise God. I thank God we can. We have scripture for it. Put me in remembrance. Put me in remembrance. God said, put me in remembrance. Let us plead together. Declare thou. Set forth your cause or your case that you may be justified. Well, I remember, see, that was 1947. I remember 1950 then. My uh, father-in-law, I got a call. I was down in San Angelo holding a meeting. My father-in-law, sick. Well, I, uh, I went in. He was operated on. Now, he never asked anybody to pray for his healing. He'd ask me just to pray with him and for him. And I prayed with him and prayed for him. And so I remember that, uh, oh, some 20, oh, 19 days after his operation, he's still in the hospital, complications set up and so on. And uh, my mother-in-law stayed with him constantly, but when she saw that he's not going to make it seem like a nervous sort of failure, she'd never been a nervous person in life. You know, she's older person, but she'd just never been bothered like most women are with nerves. But I think she'd been there night and day, never left. Until when she thought saw that he just isn't going to make it, she just sort of had a nervous collapse. My wife had gone home with her. I was there with him. He was unconscious. And incidentally, the Lord revealed to me exactly what was happening to him physically. And I mentioned that to a doctor, and he looked at me, because there's three, two doctors, main ones on the case, three all together. He looked at me, the main and said, how did you know that? Well, I said, just knew it on the inside of him. Well, he said, that's exactly what's happening to him. That's exactly what happened. But he said, a person wouldn't know that if they were trained medically, you know, or words to that extent. I said, well, but I'm glad the Lord knows everything. That anybody else knows and a lot more too, aren't you? <laughs> But anyway, as we stood there, I said, just quietly to myself, there's other people in the room, Lord, do you want me to curse this death and command it to go, and this disease, sickness and, and physical condition command it to be made well? I'll just, uh, I, I think I'll just do it. I believe I'll just do it. And immediately the Lord said to me, no, don't do it. And he began to, you know, notice this text said, he said, let us plead together. Now you talk to him, but he'll talk to you. 
And the Lord began to plead his case then. He said, now he's 70 years old. He just sort of reversed the order on me. He said, he's 70 years old. And then the Lord said, he's ready to go. Now, he hasn't always been ready to go. But he's ready to go. And he's got all of his business fixed up. Financially, materially, spiritually, all three of them, everything's ready. And he'll never have a better time to go than now. So you leave him alone and let him go. Immediately I said, well, Lord, all right, I'll do it on one condition and one condition alone. You let him come out of this death and leave a good testimony. And I'll let him go. And I hadn't got those words said. Actually, I didn't speak them aloud, but quietly and softly to myself. Perhaps if one had been standing right beside they'd heard I had, in fact, it worked just as fast as you snapped your finger. The minute I said it, he opened his eyes and looked at me and said, Kenneth? I said, yes, sir, Mr. Rooker. He said, uh, I'm dying. I said, I know it. He said, the sooner the better. I said, I know it. He said, I know what I'm doing now. I I'm at myself. I said, I know it. I remember one of the doctors said after us, he said, I'd never believe that. Actually, he said, uh, I believe he said, if another doctor had told me, I still wouldn't have believed him. If I hadn't seen my own eyes, I'd never believe it. The man came out of it. He, he, began, he gave me some medical term. He said he wasn't exactly dead and he wasn't exactly alive, but he saw it about halfway in between the two of them. And he said, I've never seen anybody come back when he's out that far. And he said, I wouldn't believe it. I hadn't seen it myself. I believe he said, if another doctor had told me, I wouldn't believe it. I wouldn't believe it. Well, we had a great time. And that night, he sat up in bed. We got our grandchildren in, even though they were underage, to come in the hospital. Superintendent said, well, sure, just bring them on and bring anybody in you want to. Because he's going in the way, and we all know we don't understand why he hasn't gone. And so we just had a big time. He sat up and laughed and talked. You'd have thought he was going on a vacation the next day. And he kissed those grandchildren, the only ones he had, goodbye, without a tear. Without a tear. And the next day, about the same time, as the day before, the afternoon before, he began to go. And he became unconscious, and I knew he was right at the point going. And I knew when death fast his final throws upon him, he would momentarily regain consciousness. I've been down there so many times myself. And so when he came there, I, I saw that look of consciousness flash across his face. And he came to his he fastened his eyes quickly on me. I mean, faster than he snapped your finger. And he said to me, my God, Kenneth, I'm dying. I said, I know it, Mr. Rooker, but you're not afraid. No, he said, I'm not afraid. I said, lie back on the pillar and let her go. And he just lay back, pressed God, and went to sleep. Smile flickered across his face. And he went to be with Jesus. He said to me, when he'd come out of it, there'd been a man right up there for the last two days. And every now and then said, he'll motion me. Come on. He said to him, sir, I don't rightly know who you are, but I'm not quite ready yet. You'll have to wait a little while. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I still believe that we have more authority than we've ever used upon the earth. God said, let us plead together. There may be some times that there'll be, you plead with God and he'll plead with you. Are you hearing me? 
But you see, under the circumstances, that was the best way to handle this particular deal. And so he did answer my prayer. He did, immediately he came out of it. He left a good testimony. He was past 70. He sat up in bed and talked to us, and laughed, and you'd thought he was going on a vacation. Praise the Lord. But I'm glad that uh, we don't have to limit God. I think of a verse of scripture in the 78th Psalm, the 41st verse. Yea, it says they turned back and tempted God and limited the Holy One of Israel. Can you limit God? The Bible said they did. Israel limited him. The marginal re rendering of Psalm 78, 41 says, And they turned again and tempted God and limited the Holy One of Israel. Now, we've done that. We've limited him. We've limited him with our prayer life. We have let the great promises of fellowship and cooperation with God go by untouched and unrealized. But thank God we can act upon his word. Now then, coming to the New Testament with some scripture, in Matthew the 18th chapter, the 18th through the 20th verse gives us a picture of united prayer. Notice Jesus is speaking. He said, What things soever ye shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and what things soever ye shall loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Again, I say unto you, that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them of my Father who is in heaven, for where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them. Now this scripture is amazing. Where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I. Now we use that and quote that verse very often in regard to a church service, but it has no reference to a church service. However, it's true the Lord's there. He's talking about where those two people were that agreed. He's right there. He's right there. Where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I. That would be an executive meeting, so to speak, with the master. We come together to do business, sitting in his presence, planning, discussing, and then praying. For he said, if two of you shall agree, unless you did some planning and discussing, you wouldn't know what you was agreeing on. Amen. Isn't that true? Amen. Now the group may be very small, just a husband and a wife. But if they agree as touching anything they ask, it shall become, it shall be done. This is a challenge. I love a challenge, don't you? Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth W. Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. I want to tell you about this month's radio offer. The first in this offer is the USB drive, 50 Messages of Camp Meeting. This USB has different speakers from the last 50 years of Camp Meeting. Also in this package is the DVD entitled, Camp Meeting Then and Now. This is a video about the last 50 years of Camp Meeting. You can get all of this for the price of $50. Call toll free, 1-888-FAITH-99. Call toll-free 
1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Well, what else is happening, honey, here in the ministry? Well, if you want to watch us, you know, you can you can go to rhema.org. Yes. And you can watch videos on demand, Rhema Praise, church services, conferences. Yes. Or we we live stream every our, all of our, our services. services, Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday. Uh, you can go to uh, YouTube, Rhema USA. Yes. You can go to rhema.tv. You can go Facebook Live on the Facebook. That's right. Uh, the church services are 10 a.m., and 6 p.m. on Sunday, then mm-hmm. that's Central Time. That's right. And 7 p.m. on Wednesday. Yes. And then if you want to listen to our radio broadcast, right before today, well, you can do that there. There's podcasts there. You can read our monthly magazine. That's or, right. Well, it comes out every six weeks <clears throat> now, I think it is, uh, online. Uh, or you can download it. There's daily devotionals there. There's articles to read. You can find everything at rhema.org. Yeah, right. and you can go to the Rama USA app on your iPad, iPhone, Android, Android, or your Google Play. All of those. Yes. And we also have a, a Roku channel. Uh, it's yes. called Rama USA. Right now we have about 60,000 subscribers. So mm-hmm. you might want to go check that one out too. Hey, if you won't know anything about us at yes. all, just go to rhema.org and, and it all comes up. Everything is there. Tomorrow, Kenneth E. Hagan will continue his message on Praying with All Kinds of Prayer, Volume 6. That's tomorrow on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.